Hey everybody, this is Moshe Fried and welcome to the very 149th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, let's talk about connection. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. Everyone has had that teacher that really made a difference in their life. Any adult, walk up to any adult and say, ask them, you know, think back to the one teacher that really made a difference in your life. Everyone has that. And those of us who choose to come into the field of education very often will strive to be that person for our students. And and we know we're not going to be able to do it for everyone. That seems impossible. Even the teacher that you know, influenced us, that had that impression upon us, didn't, you know, not necessarily do all your friends agree with you and that that was the best teacher you ever had. So, you know, different teachers touch their students in different ways, but we all want to strive to be that teacher. Now, when you talk about connecting with students, you know, who do you connect with the best? You know, typically we connect with the people that make us the most comfortable, Those are the people that we connect with. And the more we need to think about it, the less of a connection there is. Like if if you need to really explain to me why I should be connected, if you have to give me some intellectual argument of why I should be connected with a particular teacher, you know, again, from the student's point of view, or even with a particular student, that's going to put friction into the relationship. That's going to put friction into the connection. You remove the friction when you don't need to explain it to me. I don't need to understand it. I don't need science to tell me who I feel comfortable with or who's influencing me. When I'm inspired, I don't need a technical explanation for, oh, do you know why you were inspired? Because if you take this equation and you put it and you graph it like this and that, this is the equation, this is the formula for inspiration. The minute you start throwing out science data formulas on inspiration, unless you're into science formula and data, you lose the inspiration. So when you're talking about helping teachers connect with their students and you're giving, you know, formulas and, you know, ratios and equations and all that kind of stuff, it really is counterproductive in many cases. It really, you know, sucks the life out of that potential relationship, that potential connection, which is so important for developing, you know, that foundation of learning that takes place in a classroom because we know that students learn better from teachers that they like. That's that's just something that we know. We we know it about ourselves, we know it about our students, and it's so difficult to gauge. And so, you know, I've discussed so many times that ratio of compliments to criticisms that the Gottman Institute established, the magic ratio five to one. There's some others, there's some research around the three to one ratio, there's some research around the seven to one ratio. You know, so, so we know that there are certain ratios that are significant, but part of the magic of the ratio is that you can't think about it. I mean, I could tell you there's so many times that I've told people about the Gottman research where they look at me and they say, well, I am definitely an outlier to that study because I don't compliment my spouse, you know, five times to every criticism. When we argue, boy, do we argue. And the beauty of it is that when you're in a good relationship, you give five compliments to every criticism when you argue, 
without even thinking about it. You're not tallying your art, your compliments. You're not tallying your criticisms. And so when we talk about helping teachers connect deeply with their students, yes, there is a ratio around that. Yes, we want to be mindful of being positive, but we want to make sure that it's not becoming mechanical. It's not becoming robotic. It's not becoming computerized. It's genuine. It's real. It flows. It feels good. It feels right. There's a certain sense of ease in the room. There's a certain feeling of positivity in the environment that can be felt by everyone. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to explain it. You don't need to you know, justify, put it on paper. It's just there. You could tell when you walk into a room with someone you feel comfortable with, you could just tell. You, you could just feel it. And so we want to try to cultivate that kind of environment for every student in the classroom. Now, the way to do it is not by being mechanical about it, right? The minute you start to be mechanical about it, you lose it. So here's how we're presenting this. And this is really the reason why we develop class stars this way. You start off with seeing everybody, okay? Now, when you see somebody, that's not a mechanical thing. That's a very, very human thing, okay? That's, a, that's eye contact. That's calling someone by their first name. That's like, you know, Dale Carnegie, one-on-one, how to win friends and influence people. There's no, you know, is there science behind it? Yeah, there's science behind it. But if you're going to be scientific about it, it's not going to work. It has to be real. It has to be genuine. You have to look kids in the eye and tell them that they matter. Tell them that you see them. Tell them that you are present with them. And that's, that's, you know, that's powerful. That's connection. Now, you don't need an app for that. You know how to do that. The problem is you need to do that times however many kids are in your classroom daily. And that's the challenge. The challenge is not overlooking anybody. And so when you do that, a simple swipe, a single gesture, it's the most minimal way to collect data in the world, records that you did that. And so your goal is to make sure that you've done that. You've connected with each and every kid every day and multiple times if possible. And you build that up. That's the human connection. That's where teachers can connect with their kids. And that's really all kids want is to be seen, to be heard, to be recognized. And that's the way to do it. Just keep track of it. Swipe up every time you have that human connection with a kid. And in the beginning, it's difficult because you're not used to paying attention to this. So there is a little bit of a challenge. But what happens is in just a few days of doing this, you realize, hey, here's a kid that I haven't gotten to or I haven't gotten to as much as I would like to. There's someone who seems to be, you know, flying under the radar, not able to get the same kind of attention. Because after all, attention in a classroom is currency. And there are certain kids that can get it, and there are certain kids that struggle to get it. And we want to make sure that no one should have to struggle to get that. We want equity in that currency. That is the most important currency in the classroom, is the teacher's attention. The teacher's attention is gold, and the kids who can get it will succeed. Now, it doesn't mean that they'll succeed in a particular kind of way, but they will do better than those who can't get it. Okay? So we want to make sure that everybody's getting it. Now... That's step one. That's tier one. Everyone should be seen every day. Step two is we want to be able to bring to the teacher's attention 
those kids who need more support than the others. Because equal does not necessarily, equity does not mean equality. Okay, it doesn't mean that everybody's going to get the same. Kids who need more could be getting the same amount, right? For example, and there's so many analogies for this. Like if I pull up to a gas station and I have a half a tank of gas, I only need to fill up a half a tank of gas and I'm good to go. Someone who has an empty tank is going to need a lot more, right? Someone who needs to travel a greater distance is going to need more than someone who doesn't need to travel a greater distance. So if we're rationing, to give everybody the same doesn't always make sense. And the best visualization of this is, you know, I've seen this many times, is where you have three kids that are standing by a fence watching a baseball game. And there are three kids that are each three different heights. Now, there are three boxes. If each of the three kids are standing on a box, two of them can see over the fence and one of them still can't. Now, the two kids who can see over the fence when they're standing on the box, one of them actually doesn't even need, doesn't even need the box. Right? They don't need a box. They can stand on the ground. They're tall enough to see over the fence without a box altogether. Now, there's one kid who needs two boxes who's so short he needs two boxes to see over the fence. Right? And then you have that middle-sized middle kid who can see over the fence with one box. So equity would be everyone should have a chance to watch the game. The kid who doesn't need a box doesn't need a box. Why is he standing on a box? He should give his box to the kid who can't see without two boxes. And the kid who needs one box should have that one box. And that's fear. That's definitely fear. Now, it gets complicated. How do we apply this in real life? How do we apply this to financial equity and all that kind of stuff? That's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is how do you do this in your classroom with your kids, with your attention, which is the most important thing. And the way you get that connection is making sure that, number one, every kid is seen every day. And number two, the kids that need more support because they are struggling. And again, struggling is a cry for help. Those kids are getting more support. And so by providing a very simple way to do that, we're allowing teachers to connect with kids in ways that are far more equitable, far more meaningful, far more powerful than ever before. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, Sign up for the newsletter and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a class stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.